0: I've had people ask me for for midget strippers before. I'm sorry, one more time. Midget strippers. Mm-hmm. You heard me the first I, time. I, I, I you did. Need. I, I heard need me a confirmation. The first time. I need a confirmation. Nah, nah, nah. Midget, how how, harder, how hard is it to find midget strippers? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily difficult, but within 24 hours, is pretty ridiculous.
1: Welcome to the Flipping Tables Podcast, where we challenge limited beliefs and flip the tables on perspectives that may be holding you back. I'm your host, Tani Majikwa, and do me a quick favor. If you like what we're doing over here, we'll give you any value, I want you to click this little button right here. I'm holding it right here. And honestly, if you really, really love us, subscribe and tell a friend. Actually, do me a favor, tell two friends. I appreciate it. Today, we have a special guest, but before I introduce, I'm going to introduce a new segment to this actual podcast. I'm gonna call it mental health check because I feel in our community really don't do it that much. So, <laughs> mental health check, Brandon, how is your week going, sir? Wow,
2: you put me on the spot. I the did. All right.
1: Uh no, I'm good. Everything I don't is good. See you man. We gotta see you. We yeah, it's see you. Not,
2: it's not it's not ready. It's not, it's not no, hitting. No, no, it's not hitting. It's all right. yeah. Go
1: ahead, tell me. How, how's your week going?
2: <laughs> all no, good. hey, everything is good, man. Um, especially after that meeting that we had the other day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like super hella optimistic and like ready to just hit the ground running like every single day, every time every day I wake up. So. Awesome. Yeah, hey, fair enough. I like it. Hit a yeah, button man. for yourself, sir. Hit uh, a button for yourself. We don't got no buttons either. and I'm just fucking wishing. I was that. like, "What do we have right now?"
1: <laughs> so today, I do have a special guest. Uh, you can put him on camera now. I'm gonna ask him a lot because when I was researching Marvel, um, I was like, "Okay, how exactly do you even get into this field, right?" Because number one, all right, you walk into a room and you're introducing yourself. How do you do it?
0: I'm a luxury concierge host space out here in Miami, and I provide luxury and curated experiences for the one percent. Okay, wow, that sounds awesome. Actually, mm-hmm. Damn, I feel like you've practiced and, that. and yeah, and content creator as well too, and network king. That's what I call myself. Network king. Yeah. Yes. Button for that, please. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that entail as far as right, concierge? Um, from my limited knowledge, mm-hmm. it's more so like you give people an experience, mm-hmm. right? so people come into town and you kind of recommend yeah yeah well even
0: before they actually come here to Miami so what we do is we plan out their itinerary from top to bottom when it comes to the restaurants the lounges the bars the villas private security transportation sprinters uh, you know just giving them that you know only the best experience that we'd be able to give them. How did you get into that? So, okay, so where do I start? So, I am Mersey from New York. Okay. So, I was raised there and I came here in 2009. Uh, went to Miami, went to FIU, went to Florida International Ooh, University. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and uh, those are Panthers, right? Thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Golden, yeah, yeah. Golden Panthers, yeah. And, um, I started my content creation career then. I was doing photos and videos for fraternities, for sororities, for departments as well, too. So that's where I got my creativity In from. In what was popping as far as like, um, so you said content creation, right? Mm-hmm. Was social media popping? like Is that my No, was no, like no, no. That's, that's, Facebook? That's, that's, that's Facebook slash, no, MySpace. I think it was already out the door, I think. Around that time. Okay. Instagram okay. came out 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah, okay. so so Instagram came out 2012. 2012. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I did a whole bunch of content creation and uh, photo videos for all those multiple uh, departments and also organizations as well too. Uh, University of, um, cos Law, Nursing, uh, Business, uh, CARTA, You know, there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people. Back then, that wasn't like a big field, though. What made you? No, think? not I'm,
1: this is um, this. This, well, this is the lane I want to go. Through.
0: No, because like actually one of my best friends was actually a uh, photographer, and he actually inspired me into getting into that. So um I don't even think that the creator economy was even created back I was about then. About to say like 2009? No, 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 no. Yeah, not not before Instagram. Yeah, I don't think so. But um but yeah, I just did it because of the love. Because I love to create, you know, memories and everything else too. And then uh, got to the point where um, wasn't really necessarily paying the bills, so I had to pivot. And get into another field. And I'm six foot 11, 340. So I'm sorry, well, six foot what? 11. Bruh, it's very yeah. rare that I feel short. Yeah, no, no. Back then, I, I back looked, then, <laughs> I was like pushing, like maybe like, no, actually, no way. I was actually in better shape then, actually. So, when did you yeah. hit that growth spurt that got you there? To uh, so I actually got from six three to six seven in my eleventh grade of high school. Gee, did you get yeah. looked at? I'm six right now. Uh, yeah. No, nah, bro, I was a square <laughs> back then, man. Nah. Nah, nobody was really checking for me, man. Honestly, you were six foot seven. Yeah, I just played ball and just played basketball basketball and did karate and martial arts and you, you know sports like and all bed, cool you know. things together yeah. and just, just like you know i just chop you know, <laughs> people's heads off no so I'm i mean cool. i listen man i mean i i was i was a late bloomer so i guess i don't know it wasn't really that cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but yeah um so fast forward a little bit then I got into the hospitality space because I actually needed an extra job. So, my guy, I always tell a story uh, by the name of Jonathan Menacol. Um, he used to be one of the head of securities and one of the head bodyguards for MMG, oh. which is uh, Miami, uh, Miami Marketing Group, not, not, not Rick Ross. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the whole thing. I was like, MMG? <laughs> no, 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 Miami Marketing Group. And uh, actually, this, yeah, so I actually Facebook messaged uh, him. I was like, look, um, I need a job. I need to, you know, get some extra coins or whatever. This consecration I'm doing right now is not really, you know, making means right now. So I right, sure no problem. What I need you to do is, because uh, it's 2012. This was Christmas Day that I actually went there. Story, story, Miami. Yeah. Story's closed now, but you know, it was back then. Um, I opened it up and I met my two bosses, my head of security and also my assistant head of security, uh, Patrick uh, Fleming and Jay Pink. Okay. And the rest was history. And then I actually started working at the DJ booth. Because here's crazy the crazy part. The crazy part is that I did not have my jacket at the time. So I, you need to get a suit jacket, right, Okay. for you to actually work on the dance floor. But because I was so big, I couldn't really find one at the time. So gotcha. they had to put me in the DJ booth. But the crazy part is, is that that actually kind of catapulted my career into actually connecting to with all these like all these VIPs, because mm. the owners of the clubs were there, like you know the super super high level VIPs was actually at the you know was at the DJ booth like behind it It was like a VIP section. So I met like uh, Elliot Ross, you know, Diane Ross's uh, grandson. Yeah. Uh, I met you know the Chris Patellos in the world, Mo Garcia's, um, Tyson Beckfords. Uh, well, like, when you're in the DJ booth, how do you connect with them, though? Right, you're DJing, you're
1: doing your thing. What's no, your process as far as like how you connect with them? No,
0: me DJing? Yeah. No, no, I wasn't
1: DJing. I oh, was in security. I was like, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, DJ booth. yeah, no. Like, so the d- from
0: security to DJ. booth? No, no, like, no, no, no. So the DJ okay. booth right there. What well, there's a section where like only like the ultra ultra VIPs can literally come up got and actually it. congregate there. Yeah. So there's a pathway that I actually I had to like guard and let's like, make sure that people that're not supposed to be there. It's you know it's not supposed to be here. Did you ever get into any fights? I gotta ask. As um as, like, yeah, I I not there in a the DJ booth, but like yeah, I've gotten to plenty of fights. I worked that story for about maybe five years, and I've gotten to so many fights I can't even like really count it. yeah that many? absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked that because um there's almost like protocol. One of my friends does
1: work in security, right? So it's almost like yes, protect him, but at the same time, don't kill him. No,
0: yeah, definitely. You're not supposed to, like. Yeah. You're not know, supposed to <laughs> like, like no murder somebody. Acc- <laughs> Accidentally snap a neck. <laughs> no, no. You're supposed Ooh, to alleviate neck. problems as much as possible. Like, especially when it comes to like the culture of um now it's Groot hospitality uh story at the time, you know, it was a white glove type of approach service that you had to do. Um I've gotten like yelled at. I've gotten spat at. I've spat at. Yeah, it, I've I've gotten slapped live? at. Huh? Did he or she live? We we after? we we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a down. lot of things. Just, just like a lot of things that like really like has happened to me. Yeah. But regardless, of the fact is like it was such an ultra VIP experience where you had to have like a level mindset. Like you can't ever like act at a character. Like you always have to stay stoic. Yeah. So honestly, during that. Uh, during that time, like that's where I really like learned like my stoicism, honestly, because mm. you have to be just you know zen at all
1: times. Do you feel like that's kind of helped you in what you're doing right now, as yeah. far as that skill set, learning mm-hmm. how to just be calm in yeah. crazy situations
0: mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, we uh, what we like to say when we work in uh, nightlife and hospitality, like the industry people, is that we are uh, organizers of chaos. Ooh. Ooh, came up with that one. That's good. I don't know, but uh, they need to pay them. (laughs) They need to pay them. They need to pay them because, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's literally that. You know, like, just think about it. You know, like, you're coming into a space where you're serving all these people that are, like, literally raging and, like, having a great time and, like, partying and also drinking and getting freaking belligerent. And you're the person that's, like, as security, as, like, the surveyor and, like, the organizer and keeping everybody calm and, like, whatever... Whatever type of like uh, situations that actually thrown at you, you have to be the person that is level-headed and mm. be able to handle it at a moment's notice. Jeez, dude. Yeah, yeah. How it's, long uh, did you do that for? Uh, for about... So I, I've been in security uh, for about four years. Okay. Yeah, so it was 2012 to maybe about 2015,
1: 2016. All right, so walk me through it. 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. you're leaving security. What's the next move?
0: <sighs> okay, so I uh, got to a point where I had to fulfill myself, I wasn't really the things I was doing wasn't really hitting for me. Um, I felt like I was definitely way more than just security. I felt like I was definitely uh, didn't want to necessarily like work for the man or like, you know, work for somebody. I wanted to like take the chance and, you know, go full pledge and like in my desires and my endeavors. Did you know what you were going to do at that time or was it more
1: so it just can't be real?
0: So, um, yes and no. (laughs) Yes and no because, yes, because I wanted to like go full force with the photography and video. Okay. But then at the same time with the security part, I was also doing bodyguarding as well on the side. Oh. So I was like taking care of like ultra VIPs outside in different venues. And I uh, met my first client actually uh, named, by the name of Troy Gibson. Okay. Um, took care of him one time at Story on a Sunday. And then I actually ran into him at 11. And then he saw me. He's like, hey, you know what? You should be my bodyguard. I was like, bro, listen, like I'll work for you. Can we curse? I know. Yes. we. I can work Very for you right curse. fucking now. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? And then like, yeah. And he just. Pulled out the hundreds and then he gave me five hundred dollars right then and there and then the rest was history. I went to Vegas with him, went to New Orleans. He lives in Atlanta. I took care of him in Atlanta a few times. Wait. I've been to Vegas with him maybe maybe twenty times, if not more. Dude, yeah, bro, is awesome.
1: Yeah, how was yeah. that? Like going from being in one place right to moving around with somebody like that. Like, do you, do you enjoy number one traveling? Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it was an
1: automatic win for you. Yeah. Being exposed to oh,
0: yeah, man. Awesome. Cause it, it 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 got to the point where you get to meet other people as well and, it, and basically, you know, extend and expand your network as well. Do you like networking? I mean, I'm the networking. Yeah. I see that okay. layup. I see yeah, that layup. was like you like yeah, it. Yeah, man. I mean networking is 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 which I kind of really feel like we're kinda of going back and forth, but um networking is definitely the key, key part, and that's why I really feel like I definitely dived in into doing that. Um, now speaking of networking, Mm -hmm. how I got into the next level, which is the luxury concierge is I was taking care of, I was doing bodyguard work for one of my clients. We were at a dinner party and we were talking, you know, casually talking or whatever. He was like, yo, you know, just want to let you know, man, um, love what you do, love how you protect me and my people. you know, where we go out, but I really feel like you're definitely more like the reason why like I hire you is not necessarily because you're big as fucking like, you know say You can like handle things. It does help. It's because uh, it does help. (laughs) It does assist. Um, But he said that like your superpower is actually like your vernacular. It's your, the way for you to connect people, people, you know, you know, just uh, being a magnet towards people, people attracting, you know, to you. And um, I really see that. And I think that you should probably look into a con like doing concierge. And I was like, the fuck is concierge? So I was like, "What is that?" He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, like you know, you'll handle my reservations. You'll be my host. You'll be my liaison. You'll be my consultant as well, too." Is your
2: revenue stuck? If you're an entrepreneur and your revenue is stuck, you don't need to fix your products or services. You need new audiences to discover you more consistently. Podcast guesting is the ideal way to be discovered 24 hours a day by your ideal clients. And guess what? The more people that know you, the more people can flow you. Head over to Podcast Mastery Pack. Dot com and take advantage of your first or next podcast.
0: Let's go. Just a entity where the middleman, basically, exactly. like it's like an ultra broker, honestly. Yeah. Where like you know you never ever you always have a, a, a solution for it all. And if you don't have a solution, you're gonna find it. Mm. So that's where I was like, you know what? Let me look into it. And after that, then that's when Bishop Executive Services was birthed. And what uh, was this? pardon me what year was this was uh 2016 okay yeah 2016 and uh yeah we are a full service luxury concierge service where we do uh logistics we do liaison work uh exec uh executive protection and also luxury transportation as well
1: so i got two so, questions for you because i'm sir.
0: really slow um <laughs> liaison means liaison is a fancy word just for a connector just for a person mm. to, like a buffer I if like that, that makes sense 100 yeah i'm yeah. totally gonna abuse that word mm-hmm. i'm a liaison yeah no definitely I'm a liaison. so people come to you you gotta or- actually do that tanny <laughs> 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 yeah you actually like uh you will be the person that to sift out and compartmentalize and be able to you know figure out you know solutions for uh, any type of issues or any type of challenges that come your
1: way. Is it kind of like um, well, I know it's an exact comparison. There was this TV show I think it was on Showtime called mm-hmm. Billy Donovan. Okay. Yeah. Where he kind of like fixes. I know mean, it's probably a little more extreme. Yeah, like exactly. I'm not them. killing people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you pay, right. Yeah. If you I pay might, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get that a hundred thousand
0: dollar wire. You know that's what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> How did you get your first client when you started your
0: um, concierge business? Um, okay. So that's a tricky question. It's one story, but I can't tell it. Okay. I can, I can tell it off air. Um, Troy Gibson actually became a concierge client as well too. If okay. that makes sense, like yeah. he was a uh, definitely obvious security, but then he started using me for other services. Nice. So with that, and then his network from Atlanta, that's when it spread up like spread like wildfire. And I got his network as well too. And then as I started to serve his peoples. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So mm-hmm. it essentially it's like word of mouth to be able to spread the word. Yeah. yeah. We're strictly as far as marketing. Um, I mean, I do like, obviously I'm, I'm huge in content as well, but more so like the actual like, like marketing is like, is word
1: of mouth. Okay. And as far as like your content side of what you do, as far as the business, is that part of the
0: Bishop? Contract? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's where I put myself out for people to know what I do. And that's why I, like I do podcasts all the time because yeah. I'm able to provide value as well, but then people get to know what I do and then you know we get to have a great conversation and hopefully people will hit me up for said services. And if not, then I'll have a footprint or a digital footprint, I should say, on a, another digital footprint online to people to find out about me. 100%.
1: Yeah. So when you work with people as far as like the content creation space, how does mm-hmm. that work? Um, is it more so like... Hey, I'll help you create content, just content marketing, or how exactly do you go about working with someone when it comes to content? Because I find that to be a little tricky sometimes. Um, I've tried to provide that service a couple times, but it's like you almost have to tailor it for everybody.
0: Yeah, um, hmm. that's a really, really good question. Um, so we're kind of going back and forth. So like, so like my digital agency, VCB Media, uh, we help people out with their personal brands. Okay. So what we do is we find out exactly. We do the reverse engineering first to see what they need. Like, hey, listen, with this content for this, maybe you need a podcast, maybe you need uh, some reels, maybe you need a, uh, maybe a lifestyle blog. So we pretty much do the work as far as like finding out what they need and we present it, and then they go with it, and then we just execute. Nice. Yeah. What's the most difficult, you don't have to say the name, difficult
1: fulfillment you've had to deal with as far as from that content creation side? Like someone that just gave you a hard time. <sighs>
0: um. Uh, damn, I don't know. He's like I, all I, of them. Every single one not, of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Not all of them, but I mean I can go in as far as like with my concierge as far as like difficult clients. I, I actually Oh, right, let's go it, concierge. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would rather I would rather stick with that. Um Yeah, I've had people ask me for uh for midget strippers before. I'm sorry, one more time. Midget strippers. <laughs> You heard me the first time. I I, I, you, did. You I you heard need a confirmation. The I need a confirmation. Yeah, no, no, no. How hard is it to
2: find midget strippers?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily difficult, but within 24 hours, is pretty ridiculous. How hard is it to find a midget? That's, yeah. That, that alone, I mean, yeah, that's number itself. one. And also a, you know, a midget or a small person is yeah, politically correct these days. Wait, is midget not? Dwarf? I, th- I, think it's, dwarf? I, think, I think that's dwarf. even offensive Wander. as well. I think you call them little people. Is that really a thing? I think the politically correct way is 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 to call them little people. I'm gonna have to Google that. No, no, for <laughs> no. I think I think dwarfism. I think dwarf, and, I think it's dwarf dwarfism. It is dude. it is called dwarfism, but I do believe that dwarf dwarf dwarfism dwarf <laughs> someone who's a if you call them a dwarf and a or and a uh, or a uh, a midget. Yeah, I think that is politically offensive. I think it is. So like that's why little. Yeah, like a little person. At what height do you consider? So? Well, for you, I mean, everyone is a little person. Yeah, everybody's a dwarf for me. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, so um, I think it's I think it's, that's awesome. I think it's little I people. It. I think we're gonna go with little people. Is it really yeah, little people? It's it little might people. Be. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not reading the whole. Is it
1: me
0: or do I feel like that's more offensive than saying? Mickey? You know what? Let's get into it real quick. Yeah. I actually believe that calling a Small person, a little person versus the dwarf or a midget. I think that's more offensive. Agreed. It sounds worse. It's demeaning. Little. I person. think so. Like you're little. You're not a regular person. You're a little Facts. person. It's like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. it's
2: actually called dwarfism.
0: It's called dwarfism. Yeah. That's the actual, I guess, term, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then like, I think you call them a dwarf, but then you can't call them a, a midget. That's wild. Yeah, bro. So we live in a freaking snowflake Shh. world these days, <laughs> man. So
1: I'm not freaking surprised. So I've worked in the service industry. That's my background as far as like uh, being a bartender, server, mm-hmm. manager, right? Nice, nice. Um, so the most difficult thing, and I don't have the proper answer for it. No one's come up with the right answer, quote unquote. When you come into a group of people, right, mixed crowd, mm-hmm. guy, woman, just a full mix. When you're addressing them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do you address them? Is it hey guys, hey? people like what do you say to a group of people guys to a group
0: of people ladies? that you're serving if you're yeah. a bartender
1: what do you say um how do you address them
0: oh say, so, hey guys how you doing you know so you my name guys. Is, yeah yeah hey guys hey girls whatever it
1: is guys I and girls that before and a lady got triggered what triggered by what i said like, hey guys how are we doing today she's like i am not a guy no nah, she's like to, nah, oh. she needs she
0: needs to fucking chill no 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 guys <laughs> guys is synonymous for everybody okay that's, Let why I, just that's why in my line of work i always go with folks Hey, folks this is my jam. You know yeah, that is. Oh, hey people. Yeah, hey people. Oh, hey people. Right, but by the way, I was really done with like my my midget story. Okay, was, <laughs> yeah, So it wasn't one person. <laughs> yes. or one little person I had to get I had to get five. I'm sorry, you had to get five midgets. Five, five, five multicultural. Strippers.
2: So you had to get an Asian, a, a, a Latino, a black, a white. Two It'd be black to get a two, unicorn. Two
0: black. Uh, if I can remember, two black, two Spanish, and one white all little people mm-hmm. yeah did you do it of course
2: ah, In I mean, the world did a get button. button for him <laughs> <So> now- <laughs> <laughs> so This within
0: the concierge, like this is what we do like we we are deductive problem solvers like you bring me like yo listen if you're paying me freaking 10 20 30k for the weekend like you know what I'm saying depending on what it is like yeah. yeah it's it's not we we never say no we always say let me see what I can do mm-hmm. that's the hospitality lingo if Mm -hmm. i if i if i if i may um but yeah did you get five so yeah so so let me so let me break down so so let me break down the story so (laughs) i uh had a client that was a bachelor and he had we had a whole entire group we were taking care of him from thursday to sunday okay friday during the day we were politicking and having a great time and he came to me and he was like you know I was just thinking, you know, we're definitely having a great time. We're definitely doing a, a, a great service. But um, having uh, midget strippers would actually be really nice, won't you think? <laughs> Where did he get the idea from? <laughs> How old was this guy? <laughs> How old? Yes. Yeah, probably you're... mid-30s, 40s. Had to be.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, mean, I, I don't see yeah. somebody in their mid-30s, 50s like, yeah. get a midget stripper. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it, it would be nice. <laughs> And then she and we start. sorry, I know I called you at the wrong time or at the right time. Um, and uh, we were talking, we were chilling and I was like, okay, yeah. So he's like, so can you do that for us? And I'm like, I'm in my brain. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Definitely. Let me see what, let me I, can see what I can do. <laughs> let me see what I can do. Let me see <laughs> what I can do. So I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Don't even worry about the price or whatever, even though if it's extra, just don't worry about it. Just let me know. So this is how it worked. I called my people who worked at Magic City in Atlanta, yeah, then we got two. Then they called a couple people from Spearman Rhino and Sapphire and Las Vegas that then he got one, I believe. Then after that, they were trying to scramble for like the rest for the for, for the for the rest of the two for the remainder two, right and What time frame did you have to deliver on? I had to get it done in a day. Oof, okay. Yeah, I had all to get right. it done in So the we're on three right now. Yeah, so we're on three. And then after that, then we actually contacted somebody in LA that was able to get the rest. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. Got it all together. And after that, then had to get the wire. So it was $35,000 for the whole entire organ- for the whole entire operation. Wow. Yeah. And you may- hit yeah. a button for him. I don't know what yeah. button we have. So, so then after that, so we had to get hotels. Then we have to get trans- transportation accommodations. Um... Yeah, so the client wired me that 35k into my bank account and I was able to, you know, dispense that to or or to give that to all of the workers and then they came in actually. Some came in that night because they actually got on to the, like the next flight. Some actually came in that morning. Thank God it wasn't a busy weekend because it was a busy weekend, that would have been it probably wouldn't have worked. It just built nightmare, um, yeah. yeah, so then after that then we had the party that Saturday at the mansion and then they stayed there till Sunday and then Monday they were out.
1: How does one get into this field? Because this sounds awesome. Sounds fun. Right? It's almost like you fix problems, but if the client's budget is just unlimited, then you get to be really creative with how you approach it.
0: Yeah. It's never really problems when people have unlimited money. It's just lack of
1: tasks. resourcefulness.
0: It's just tasks that you have to complete.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you get into the field? Uh, um, well, what, I, for someone right now in 2023,
0: mm-hmm. how would you go about getting into that? Work at a venue. Okay. Work at a venue, work at a bar, work at a lounge, work at a club, work at a resort. I like that. Because that's what you need to do first. Because, you know, we were talking about networking as before. Um, you know, for this to work, you know, you have to eat what you kill. You know, like this is like I have other businesses, but like this is my main business. So for me to actually get the clients every single month, yeah. I have to go and network and actually connect to these people. And they have to be able to trust with me for me to you know, yeah to to, to to complete the task. If a person who's just never been in nightlife whatsoever and they want to do what I do, because what I do is, is a higher echelon, honestly. It's it's yeah. a like I'm a concierge independent host. Got like it. I don't work for the venues. I work with them. I have contracts with them. I'm independent contractors with my company. So I bring them money and I bring them clients, they spend and I get a percentage from that. So um so you kind of understand the nuance of how everything works. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Because you- because here's the thing: like you 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 can, you can you can approach them or these clubs to say like, hey, listen, I'm a host, like or like I have a concierge company, like you know, kind of get this contract. But you have to be able to develop that relationship first. Mm. So for me, working at Story and working at as of now, which is like one of the biggest hospitality companies, arguably in the United States, um, that was just easy for me to go from security into my a uh, concierge company because I already had that relationship mm. versus somebody else who does not have the relationship. They have to, you know, build their reps and build their muscles and work for somebody. And then hopefully they can be, they can transition into that. What was the scariest part? If you don't mind me asking, um,
1: going from working for someone else, right? Working in the club to working for yourself.
0: Consistent income. Mm.
1: Talk about that a little more.
0: Yeah. Consistent income. I mean, uh, like I said, you eat what you kill. So if you do not kill, you don't eat. (laughs) So, uh, and you know, bills have to be paid. Rent is due every first of the month. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to go all in on this, you have to be able to have that mindset of you're always going to be able to connect to people and there's people are going to convert into clients as well too. And you just have to be out there all the time to create that, um, the initial new interaction and connections with people. Yeah. You know, like I uh, have a goal where I try to talk to a hundred people a day. I'm sorry. A hundred people, a hundred people a day. Yeah. Geez, How often through, do you hit the goal through, through different? I mean, not that much, honestly, like, yeah. like for instance, yesterday, uh, not yesterday, Friday, I hit 60. So it's it's yeah. it's it, but the thing is it's not even just like the concierge, it's like with any business as well. Yeah. Especially when it comes to networking. It's like you have to hedge your you have to hedge your bets every single time. So just think about it. If you are talking to let's just say a hundred people, right? How many of those people can be your clients? Maybe 10% of 10% of that. So for you to Put yourself out there and actually achieve that goal because at the end of the day, you need clients, you need money, you need sales, right? For you to do that, you need to put yourself in position in front of these people as much as possible for them to know what you do. So out of those 100 people, the retention rate, I would say maybe 10 of them I'm able to connect with. And then maybe out of 10 of them, if I can close at least maybe one, maybe two, then that's the goal and that's, 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 that's good wow okay it yeah. makes
1: sense when you say it like that right in the sense that you know that you're going to close one to two percent of them so yeah the no, yeah and then here's
0: another thing too is like you know when people say oh yeah and i actually learned this from alex Harmanzi, so i'm not going to take the uh credit <laughs> oh you know was, genius. You yeah man okay. he said that when people are like oh yeah i don't have these contacts motherfucker yes you do mm. because you have your social media you have your email list or emails, or whatever, or like the people that you actually contacted with through your emails, right? Yeah. And your contacts and your phone. Mm. Right then and there, you have an abundance of contacts that you can actually, you know, hit him up and you know, see what, if they I need the services that video too yeah no and definitely I was watching it it was, was recent like, it was like last week
1: yeah i think that was what, it was like you have three lists already you don't even have to ask him directly and he mm-hmm. was giving the sauce i'm just like mm-hmm. what i love about alex is that his free content is 10 times better than most people's paid content
0: yeah no definitely and he's the, and that's the reason why he's actually getting like death threats every single day i'm tanny majiqua your podcasting
1: ally have you ever felt that podcasting is a logistical nightmare it's not all the glamour and deep conversations you're nodding aren't you coordinating with guests handling the technical stuff editing for hours on end and when you've done all that there's that daunting task of getting your podcast across multiple platforms overwhelming isn't it but hold on what if there's a way to make podcasting painless introducing podcasters on demand It's like having a dedicated remote podcast producer at your fingertips ready to handle all your needs. Wherever you are, wherever your guest is, we've got you covered. We'll take care of all your audio and video editing. You get to focus on what you do best, creating engaging content. And when you're ready, we'll send over your podcast to over 20 audio platforms and we'll even help you out with YouTube. But wait, there's more. We optimize your YouTube podcast, episode title, and description for maximum viewership. We even do thumbnails. Your audience will find you effortlessly. So are you ready to turn podcasting into a breeze? It's time to get your producer on demand and start your painless journey. Remember, we're here to make podcasting
0: simple. Every single day. He's getting big cuts for what? For like literally giving all the sauce away for free. Not, that's literally de- that's not literally dead. Not literally de- Well, some of them. I'm sure. Some of them I'm sure. Extreme, for sure. Man. But, like, for the most part, yeah. Like, he'll get, like, he's gotten suits before. Like, he's got, yeah, bro. He has people come after them. How do you sue someone for giving out game? How does that even Free work? Information? Bro, my, listen, bro, I'm not bro, a lawyer. You can an sue anybody for anything these days. That's true. I can do this. You can sue me. Ow. Oh, exactly. You got it on camera. Bro. Egg facts. That's, that's a salt, <laughs> 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 No, that's for a real. It's that crazy, bro. It's oh, that freaking crazy. Yeah. So, um, so with that being said, um, you know networking obviously it's 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 definitely very very you know key. Like I call myself the network king for a reason, um, and that's those tactics is how I am able to catapult my digital agency, my concierge company, because you know like I'm the forefront, I'm the face of the company's all the time, like when I go out there, like I'm the one that's actually like you know the poster boy that people contact you because very front I, facing, yeah, because um you know like I can't hide. That's number one. 100%. Yeah, I'm called the I'm, I'm, called, <laughs> the like wa- I'm called the walking aus- icebreaker for a reason. <laughs> Is that really the name? I like that. Yeah, it's on my yeah, it's on my it's on my bio. Ah, oh, dude, I got to ask this question. I don't know your answer now. Okay, that's fine, but I'm, I'm gonna
1: ask it anyway. Please, right? We ask this almost every podcast episode, if I'm not. um if not mistaken, Brandon. It's what's more important? Mm. Your network, your skills, or your work ethic?
2: Lord. Everybody says that. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the on, same response because yeah.
0: cuz they're 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 all equally important. But to answer so what's what's the most important if you had to rank them? How would you rank oh, them? Oh, rank them. Yeah, rank them. Hard work number one. Okay. Your work ethic, mm-hmm. um, because that I think that controls everything in general. Mm. Because if you don't have work hard work ethic, if you don't work hard, you're not gonna be able to put out as much as you can. Um, you can have a great, great network, a billion-dollar network, but if you don't have that work ethic to actually go through the times of the trials and tribulations when things are hard, yeah. then that work ethic and also those skills are just meaningless, mm. if that makes sense. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Um, That's a tough one. <sighs> What's number two? <laughs> can I do like two one. A, two B? <laughs> 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 um Network is number two. Okay. Why did you choose network as number two? Because your network is invaluable. Mm. That's what I would say. Um, And you know what? No, wait, fuck that. No, wait, no, 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 It's a total. No, no, no. Because skill set is also maybe number two as well, too. Because if you don't have skill sets you know you can be
1: i know it really is a tough one i'll be in bed just thinking about
0: Yo, can it can i like right? change? Can I change my Can change man. You because more. now you know what yeah i'm probably gonna say skill set number one mm, tell me why why they change if you don't have a skill set of anything who cares about you no matter how much how no matter how hard you work mm, okay because talent, at the end of the day, yes. Because talent can only go so far. But skills. But skill can take you in an infinite way. Okay, I like that. So you have the skills. Yeah. Then that can put you in position of power as well, too. But you, bro, you can be the hardest worker in the room and still be broke. Hit a button. That was good. You can be the oh. hardest, person, working be the hardest person in the room and can still be broke. Like, it's 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 really not about working hard it's about and work ethic honestly like it is but it isn't but mainly not especially if you want to get wealthy yeah like it's about leverage so i do think that when it comes to your skill set depending on what your skill set is and that you can actually leverage that so it sounds like you're going skill set skill set network skill set network or work ethic final answer yes hit a button final answer yes Let's do it. <laughs> yes
1: no, I love asking that question because people will rearrange it just like you did in real time. Like, Yeah, oh,
0: but honestly, yeah. I had some of this and sprinkle that. Think about it, because if you have the if you have like a hard, hard ass work ethic, right, and you actually work hard, right, the people who actually have like the most work ethic and work the hardest are not necessarily the richest. Agreed. If, if you think about it, like the steel workers, um, the people, the men who pave the roads, like they work like fucking animals. But are they multi, multi, multi millionaires? not no they're not 100%. they're definitely appreciated and i love them to death yeah um but no i know people who literally only work 20 minutes <laughs> uh, uh a day and they make tens of thousands of dollars a day jeez dude yeah. have you ever heard of um myron golden before mm-hmm
1: Um, this guy, freaking genius, I took one of his uh, courses. Mm -hmm. Um, His biggest thing was, he was just breaking down the different levels of value that you have, right? And he was like, the lowest level is implementation, Mm -hmm. meaning the people that actually are hands-on and make the thing happen. They actually make, they work the hardest, but actually make the least amount of money. Mm -hmm. Right? You're talking about people that work at McDonald's or you're talking about someone that still work or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? The manager, which is the second level, um, is kind of... um, they make more, but they don't work as hard. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that, and he had a whole breakdown on everything, I was just like, Ugh. "Yeah." Number and one, my head was like, "Is it fair?" Yeah. But well, I mean, well, time, li- well, like, well life oh. is not fair. That's number one. Yeah, hundred <laughs>
0: percent. Number two, uh, even for me with my with my company um, of being an independent host, um, I have the opportunity all the time to make to make a substantial amount of money within a short amount of time, mm. because of my skill sets and also because of my network. So I'm able to build all these relationships with these different people, like these lounges, these bars, these clubs, and actually create contracts with them yeah. to get percentages when I bring them value. So in any given night or any given day, if I have uh, a few groups that's actually coming in throughout the weekend, and one, one, one person wants a $5,000 table at live. Another one person wants a $6,000 table at Vendome. Another one wants a $10,000 table at 11. I get 10% of that. So do the math. I'm not the best at math, but okay, the, let's just do the, the math so is math, though. Five, it right? is yeah, so like yeah. just right there for all the 10, 10, 10%, $15,000, I get $1,500. Right off the bat. Like Jeez. that. In a matter of 10 minutes, if that makes sense, hundred percent. You yeah. can be like reevaluating my entire life right now. Like, like, what, are what are we, we doing here? Get huh? I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm so no, no, no. I'm I mean, working it's, in a club it's, right it's, now. it's 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 um it's definitely you know obviously, but for you to get there, you need a skill set. You need to be able to have like be able to have negotiation skills. You need to be able to have. um. Uh, speaking skills as well too soft skills as well like it's not just like oh hey people i just want like a five thousand dollar table at 11 or ten thousand dollar table table 11 and that's it there's a lot of nuances a lot of things that happen oh no i don't want this table oh no does that mean people oh no uh it's 10 people now then it has to be more and it's like then when clients actually see that and then they want to feel comfortable that like they're paying more money but they need to understand why they're paying more money Mm -hmm. and then also too if they get there at 10 30 or i'm sorry if they get there like late like you know 15 minutes late from the time that they need to. get there the price can actually jump up like there's a lot of different components when it comes to that life so it's not just like okay yeah get your freaking you know 10% whatever like no it's it's you got to have a lot of skills to be able to maneuver your network do you ever feel uncomfortable charging
1: like, for example, using the 15-minute example, right? Okay. Did you ever feel like, mm, should I really tax it? Okay, so or? you
0: know what? You know what? I, I, need, to, I need to sit over. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready for because this. Because this is actually <laughs> where I actually go through right now. Okay. Honestly, sometimes. Because, so there's different levels with my service, right? There's a 24-7 concierge approach, right? Where, like, they pay one price, one premium price, and then they get... Pretty much everything top to bottom like my team and you know if they need a carton of milk when it comes to 3 a.m they get it right then the second one is more so of like okay you know what i need you personally there for one night and maybe not this night i just need just this mm. and it's a certain price Gotcha. then the lowest price is just them getting like my access you know and me being a liaison and me like just you know sifting through like the itinerary i'm not personally there now I do have a lot of people who hit me up for reservations mm. because they know the access that I have. Now, depending on the restaurant, to build that rapport and build that relationship, and I don't at times feel comfortable charging for that one reservation, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, now, if it's a carbone, if it's like a high level, high, 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 if it's a gecko, um, if it's a, a poppy steak or whatever, like... Yeah. I built those relationships to the point where I can literally call the GM and get a reservation whenever I want. 90%. Um, But I do think that what happens with a lot of people and entrepreneurs, just because... Just because things come easy to you does not mean that it comes easy to the other people who want that service. Like mm, does that make sense?
1: It does. Does that make it sense does to me, but I want you to
0: break it down. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is, is that just because it's so easy for you to actually do those services, yeah. that does not mean that you should not charge. That that does not mean that you should just give it away. It's like in a way you're discounting what it took you to make it. Easy. Yeah, because for me to get that instant reservation at Poppy Steak took me years from the start of me actually working at Story Mm. till now to build that rapport and to build that relationship for me to get the access just like that. Exactly. So you're not, this is actually really really damn good. I think Daniel G actually talked about this before where it's like, you're not like, if you're, if you're, if I'm paying, if you're paying whatever it is, like if you're paying 100 or maybe $10,000 for a service, you're not paying the service for that right then and there. Mm. You're paying for everything else that came to be able to actually to make be able that to get to that aid. point did that make sense exactly so um just because it comes easy to me that does not mean that are you like a therapist or something Then are you a therapist honestly man I was a bartender <laughs> it's the same thing it really same is the, thing, same, thing. Right? It's the yeah. exact same thing yeah so like you know um yeah any type of service that you have especially in the industry like if you're a concierge host if you're a hostess if you're a promoter whatever this and that like yes like you should never gouge you should never ever like take advantage of people but like you need to have some type of comp- compensation 100 percent, in some type of level for the hard work that you always put in hit a button please mm.
1: and the reason why i asked that question and as we said before like this uh podcast is all about just changing limiting beliefs one of the biggest ones that causes um imposter syndrome when mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is that you do discount your skills right facts um yeah it's like for example when someone gets into business doing a particular thing, their biggest thing is, I'm not really an expert in it. But at the end of the day, everyone, every single person on the planet is an expert at doing what got them to where they are. Mm-hmm. There's always a person behind you that's trying to get to that place that you're at. Mm-hmm. But you always discount yourself because you're like, I'm not that good at it. Yeah. When in fact, it's the person that's the closest that people actually relate to more. That's- they can actually do the biggest job as far as like taking from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to tell everyone, you're an expert at everything. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the planet can have a digital product. For example, um, it's just, you know, taking someone on that same journey you went from, but it's just, we discount ourselves so much. Mm. And I love the fact that you said that and really transparent with that because I feel like that's a big deal that plagues a lot of people and yeah. stops most people from just pursuing what it is that they want to do. Facts. Yeah, so 100% there. So I have two more questions for you. Go ahead, go ahead. But on the podcast, I do like to give Brandon an opportunity to ask a question back on the spot
0: again. Brandon. Brandon, <laughs> it is you. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Ask your questions. We're gonna go back to me, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna close
1: it out. Today. Nope, I like lessons. this. I no, like no. this. All right. What does life look like in the next five
0: years for you? Life looks like for me traveling, uh, having my companies be nationwide, mm. uh, or more so. What? Well, let, let me let me let me backtrack. Uh, BES only the best business executive services is nationwide, but I actually want the brand to be nation to be worldwide. If that makes sense, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm sorry, before you said ahead. that you were in another country, right in Africa. Yes,
1: if I'm not mistaken. What country? Yeah, uh, Tanzania. I, I completely forgot that. Yeah, crazy.
0: Zanzibar. Yeah. So our company uh, BES is in Miami, DC, LA, Las Vegas, Atlanta, San Francisco, San Diego. Uh, Los Did I say Las Vegas? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. You can say it again though. Yeah, no, yeah. Las Vegas, New yeah. York, uh, let's see, DC, overseas. We're in uh Micano, Santure Pay, uh Maldives, Costa Rica, Turks and Caicos, Jeez. uh Tanzania, Zanzibar, um uh yeah. Ghana. Ghana as well too. What uh Barcelona and um a couple of countries as well too in Europe so you're in a few places then yes just about yes. About, about 30 locations yes sir
1: jeez dude, hit a button I don't, I don't know what button we have one, but that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, for five years sorry so yeah
0: so five years Um, I would love to have multiple properties as well I would actually you know in five years I want to be able to have a staple in real estate mm. Um, not necessarily have so many doors but just have maybe just a couple doors to have some type of recurring income in a different
1: industry I like that mm-hmm. you ready for your question Bob? yes I am hit I, me, we're hit ready hit okay yeah.
0: Um, the
2: midget story was actually really funny. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. A it's a reference. It's a little bit different question. Okay. 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 Has any of your clients ever got you into a sticky situation where you had to defend yourself or defend them?
0: Yes. But I can't talk about
2: it. Oh, it. <laughs> it.
0: Sorry. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. Like yeah. But I can't talk about it. Okay. Right, cool. So let me just say this. The one thing about being a host... Especially when it comes to these, like I, I not only the one percent, like I take care of like the point oh 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 one percent of the world, yeah. And these people, they trust you with their lives, with their secrets. So it's like the even though, like, I am definitely like at a point where, like, I'm doing multiple podcasts and like trying to share my knowledge. Yeah, there's, I'm not a chatty patty. You know what I I'm saying? Like, like yeah. I'm not because that's what they trust me, and that's what they. Not directly, but indirectly pay me for my, for their, for my confidence or, or their confidence, their confidence, basically. Yeah. I have secrets that I'm going to take to the grave. There you go. Would you write a book? Like when you're super old one day and like use different know, characters, use yeah. different names. <laughs> Susie, can't. yeah, Susie that, 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 that would have to be like right before I, like, I'm i out the door.
1: <laughs> it was a memoir. Write yeah, a memoir. No, <laughs> yeah. I do. Okay. So I did say I have one more question. I have Go two ahead. Questions. Yeah.
0: No, listen. Yeah. Yeah. As many questions as you want. I'm down. Gotcha. Shoe size. What shoe size <laughs> do you wear? 18. So I am looking at the whole 18. Yes. Hit a button. Are those 18. custom? No. Nike.com. I'll shout Nike. <laughs> okay. <Charles> Nike. Nike. <laughs> so I want so where, where's my camera? You're right, right there. Right, <laughs> right there. Right there. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Nike. Listen, I'm six foot eleven. About to be 340, maybe 335, working on it by the end of December. I'm gonna be back into my college days playing weight i need to be an ambassador man for nike man oh bro like you don't have you don't have a tall guy like me man in your roster like that man please let's do something please he's gonna call today too for real uh we heard
1: you um we need an endorsement yeah (laughs) that's wild okay so my last question
0: to you actually i lied one more question what sport did you play basketball just basketball yes what's well high school high school football but then also basketball. basketball i actually pursued that a lot more
1: okay Absolutely. Yeah. I played basketball and football. What okay. position did you play in basketball uh, center?
0: Flex. So, okay. So when I was in high school, I played five. When I played college basketball slash semi-pro, I was uh, a five, but also a flex four as well. Okay.
1: I was a two. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was a tall two, but now it almost seems like I'm a short two. Tanny, we're not talking about right pickup
2: now. games, okay? Wow. <laughs> one you one get this much any <laughs> day of the week, or Twice <laughs> on Sunday. How tall are you? Uh, I'm six foot five.
1: You were a two? Not a, a three? Two. Yeah, I was a two. Really? Yeah,
0: I can handle the rock. Yeah, hey, that's a hey. You're a tall shooting guard. Yeah, never shit. seen that. Well, now it's like standard. Yeah, no, no, no. You you would have to be like a three now. I think. You think so? Or maybe a one? Can you do? Can you be a one? Uh, I don't know if I have that. I'm not Chris Paul. Okay. Yeah, okay, but I could be I you know see.
1: a little Devin Booker if I yeah. Chris it. Paul is
0: not short. He's six three. Is he? Yeah. I think yeah. He's six Yeah.
1: Yeah, point guards are. And he doesn't mm-hmm. seem that tall too. because no, no, everyone yeah. else around facts, him is just facts, facts, facts. really up there. Yeah. All right. Last question. Yes, sir. I want you to give a word of advice. To someone up there that is just trying to find a way to kind of do their own thing, because we meet a lot of people that just don't want to take that leap into doing something for their own selves or betting on themselves, essentially. Mm -hmm. What word of advice would you give that one person watching this podcast right now?
0: Definitely taste and definitely, you know, try out different things. And once you actually find out that one thing that you like, um, stick with that. Up until you know that is actually going to you know betterment you because I feel like a lot of people like they Mario jump and they actually hop to like different fields way too quick, yeah, so I've always said that you know new is not necessarily always better, but better is always better if that makes sense, mm. you know like bettering yourself in that one field and just figuring that out because one day it's going to pop if that makes sense, and then one of the ways for you to always stick to that mentality is is that never ever try to uh, engulf yourself into like huge tasks, but always try to like win the day. Win the day every single day and also too, always remember that one is always better than zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hit a button. I don't. Know. a lot of buttons. And yeah. also too, real quick, another thing too is, is that you also have to figure out what is your non-negotiable. Bing, what do you mean by that? What's your non-negotiable? So I have a, which... Um, I was supposed to wear my shirt, but some shit happened. But Wait, like what does that. it say on the t-shirt? It says "non-negotiable." Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So um, that's a new uh t-shirt line I'm actually gonna be coming out with with my uh with my website and my personal brand, and uh yeah, it's like what is your non-negotiable? What is something that you do every single day that you have to do no matter how much or how little mm-hmm. did you feel? Gotcha. So with if you're coming up or whatever that you're doing, you have to have some type of non-negotiables because having non-negotiables also builds up your discipline. Mm, I like that. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. Kind of like working out. It's non-negotiable. It Mm -hmm. has to happen. Yeah. I
0: work out with my trainer six, I'm actually going to him right now after this. Ron's the body. What up, man? (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, it can be whatever your non-negotiables are to like help your success, whatever that is, figure that out. And then just stick to that because that consistency is going to build up your discipline muscles, and mm-hmm. then the discipline muscles is going to get you into new success. Hundred percent. Where can people find you, man? So I am at Instagram, all socials, uh, Twitter, Threads, uh, YouTube. Um, I have a YouTube uh, channel as well too, where I interview people in Nightlight hospitality, entertainment as well. Marvel Bishop TV, Instagram at Marvel Bishop. Uh, bishop exec vcb media.com as well, too. Uh, if you are looking for the best experience in Miami or the other locations that I actually displayed to, um, have a unique experience here, uh, it's going to be at, uh, Marvel Bishop or bishop and, uh, yeah, let's curate your experience. And, uh, if you need content as well, too, we can also do that as well.
1: I like that. I like that. Are you going to have me as a guest on your podcast? Um, you, I got some You know, you know the funny. You know what's funny, bro?
0: I had no idea that you were in the industry. Ah, uh, dude, I got stories. I didn't even yeah. tell you. Like, I I've, actually I've want, I, and things. actually after this, I actually wanted to introduce you to a uh, hospitality network. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Ah, dude, we're gonna talk. Shout out to the OTM boys, uh, John and Hector. Yeah, I like that. Got you, bro. Ah, this is exciting. Well, yes, ladies and gentlemen, let me get
1: the camera time. Oh, there we go. Welcome to another. What was that welcome? It's not welcome. You've Thanks watched
0: another. another thing. <laughs> Don't ruin this. <laughs> you you, are, you ruined now. it. Yo, how much? What? How long does this has this happened? Like you know, say like did this, this happen every single episode? This banter, does. yes, 100%. all the time. Yes. Be- yes.
1: Beautiful. he's a super producer over there. <laughs> Once again, this was another episode of the Flippin' Tables Podcast.